Welcome to the Whole Food Healing Clinic podcast. I'm Brittany Darling, nutritionist, herbalist, mum of two, and I'm currently completing my master's in human nutrition. The aim of this podcast is to share with you our behind the scenes clinic banter, research insights, and candid chats with health professionals, including my beautiful clinic assistant, Holly Arnold, and other interesting real life people. I hope to offer healthcare professionals clinical pearls, and for those non-healthcare professionals, I hope to help you get your hands on some easy to digest, no pun intended, evidence-based, non-biased health info so you can live your best life. During today's clinic debrief, we'll be talking about the Instagram war that's going on between a few practitioners. We're seeing it's becoming a very competitive and sometimes aggressive space with some nutritionists, naturopaths and other healthcare practitioners cutting each other down, getting on their soapbox in order to make themselves look more qualified and to heighten their online profile. Holly and I go through these details. We don't name names or point fingers, but we just want to highlight a few key issues. The fact is there's so much confusion created for the consumers, that's you guys, with conflicting information. The importance of the N of one and ultimately creating a supportive, positive and loving environment within the natural health space on social media is the most important thing. So let's dive right into that conversation that we had in the clinic, just the two of us, and we'll see you on the other side. So this is our first ever podcast episode and we felt that the most important thing to start off talking about that's very relevant on social media at the moment is the health professionals attacking other health professionals. And what I mean by this is there's certain um, nutritionists and naturopaths and doctors out there at the moment that are basically going in and cutting down and trying to debunk, whether they're actually debunking or adding to the confusion, I'm not completely sure, but they're, try- they're basically cutting down the, the ideas um, around dietary restrictions, certain therapeutic diets um, for certain dietary conditions, and really in an aggressive way. What are your thoughts, Holly? <laughs> yeah, I have to say this is something that I've been noticing a lot of um, at the moment on social media. And I think it's just adding to the confusion of everyone else. And I really feel for anybody who's not got nutritional or kind of scientific or medical training, like trying to navigate this space at the moment. To me, it really just seems like as health professionals, what people are now going on and doing to kind of build their own profile or kind of get awareness out there. I'm aware that it's a very difficult time to build a profile as a health professional, but it seems like people, instead of sharing information that could actually benefit a patient and like focusing on what they specialize in and their beliefs, um, it's almost turned into this, well, I'm actually just gonna show you what someone else is doing and tell you why it's wrong. And I think there's a lot of instances where that can actually be really helpful because there is so much misinformation in this space and it can be overwhelming. But when it turns aggressive and it's kind of doctors going for nutritionists or then naturopaths going for doctors, it just becomes this big mess and it's kind of like, well, then no one's doing the right thing and it, it just gets a little bit crazy. And I think it's just adding to that confusion when I personally believe what we should all be doing in this space is being true to ourselves, sharing information, 
that we know is right and can help people and putting it out there. There's always going to be people that are going to share information that's incorrect and like quite frankly just not true but what we have to hope is that the more educated professionals that are going on here sharing the correct information the more people are going to find those pages and be able to differentiate themselves you know yeah is this, this is you know this person's being realistic they're in the space they're a professional in this area whereas this person's recommending to me something that doesn't seem quite right how am I going to decipher this information? Who can I trust? And I think that's where the kind of problem is at the moment. And Instagram's banning any weight loss, um, you know, centred information going to the under-18s. And that's definitely something that's come up in the media and Mm -hmm. has been spoken about quite a lot as well. So my problem with these health practitioners going out and saying, you know, my way or the highway and some of these are actual new graduates as well and full respect to new graduates out there it's hard I mean Holly's going to be a new graduate (laughs) soon so it's hard when you first start practicing and my god if I still had the same beliefs and still practice in the same way that I did when I graduated Um, I'd be in a lot of trouble. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think about even when I first started the degree four years ago to where I've got to you now, how much my kind of ideology um, has evolved over time. And that's not necessarily me kind of interpreting the science any different, but it's experience in clinic, it's experience with my own health and kind of taking into account other factors and kind of, I guess it's that experience that comes, I feel a bit silly saying this as someone who's still quite young, but experience that comes with life and kind of interpreting things differently and being like, okay, yep, I can see this has merit, but this not might necessarily translate into something positive in general Mm. practice. And it's just kind of like constantly evolving. And it's interesting when I speak to any of my lecturers or yourself or other health professionals who are kind of at the peak of their careers, everyone constantly says like I still don't know everything I'm still learning and I think we have to remember that going forward and not everyone knows everything we have people who are experts in their particular field that have got so much to offer and a wealth of information and I think what we have to hope is that those experts share the right information make it accessible for the right people and people find those pages and can kind of depend on them rather than it turning into this frenzy of like Mm. well you said this and I don't agree with that 100% and I think with natural health it just Nothing's ever 100% in natural health. I mean, the thing with diet is who's going to fund a randomised control trial with a huge number of subjects? There's no money in dietary application. I mean, unless it's something that's being funded by a particular industry um, or, you know, something a study that's been um, funded by Kellogg's or Coca-Cola. There's no money to be made in dietary um, studies. So a lot of what we do in natural medicine does, you know, there are some studies, but they're often not huge interventional studies. So a lot of what we're practicing you know, what we're practicing today may change tomorrow. It's it's forever evolving as our education. Yeah. You can't kind of go out there with this arrogance that, you know, four years of a um, health science degree is going to give you everything you need. Um, I mean, the amount of hours I spend on CPE every year and yeah. money for that, <laughs> for that respect, you know, you really need to push yourself as a practitioner. I think there's also a level of maturity that comes with years of practice and also life experience. Mm. What changed a lot for me was having children. If yeah. I didn't have children, I wouldn't have perspective on how difficult 
daily life can be, how difficult it can actually be as a mum to literally make myself a piece of peanut butter toast in the morning. Yeah. You know, sometimes um, having that perspective and that life um, experience can really help. And, you know, not saying that these people don't have any life experience, but I feel like there's a lot to come for them. Mm. And there's a lot of realisations that are going to happen. Yeah. And my other problem with it is that, you know, we're not going to get positive benefits in people, whether they're our patients or they're our followers, by having this negative approach. It, health should be positivity, encouraging people to do simple, small, achievable steps to benefit their health, whether it's, you know, eating more vegetables every day or ensuring they're getting enough protein or ensuring they're having enough fibre. I think by just saying, oh, you know, this dietary approach to PCOS is complete and utter BS or this, you know, there's no evidence for the keto diet unless you have epilepsy. You know, there's obviously, um, yeah, we can't pigeonhole and that negative um, approach just doesn't work. I think supporting tiny positive steps that people can take to change small things in their daily routine to benefit their health is the way forward. So I think all this crap that's going on is just, A, making these people look like assholes, mm. basically. No, I have to agree. B, causing a lot of confusion for a lot of people who just want to get better and be healthy. Mm. Um, and, yeah, it's really detrimental for the industry. It makes the industry look terrible. Um, the, indus- the natural health industry is already under threat Um, So I think a united front would be great. I think we all need to make this industry more solid and, in my opinion, move towards registration. Yeah. Whether it's getting um, APRA registered to the um, Australian Practitioners Register or whether we have our own separate natural health um, registration system to make sure that the people that are practising in this field do have the right qualifications and do keep up with their CPE, which is their continuing um, education. Um, and to keep people in line, to make sure they're practicing within their scope as well. Um, so yeah, thanks for sh- thanks for joining me, Holly. <laughs> that's okay. I think like something that's really important as well, and that's something that anyone who's done a medical degree or a kind of health science degree or anything in this kind of dietetics, nutrition, health space will know that the first thing we ever get taught is do no harm, and that's the main thing that all health practitioners want to do. Now, I have to say that there are probably some people out there who may potentially be doing harm by following the wrong things, but you've got to remember that the majority of people are professionals in this space and they're working with people on a one-on-one basis and that is our main priority. Whatever we're doing is doing no harm. And yeah, on a mass level, certain recommendations could be taken the wrong way and could possibly do some harm. And that's when I think we've got to bring it back to registration, encouraging people if they need help with their health. You know, experiment, try different things with your diet, you know, see what works for you. But if you're gonna try anything really, really drastic or, you know, change things around, going back to a health professional and working with someone on a one-on-one basis who can really look at your current position and say, you know what? we can really try and improve this condition. This is how we're gonna go about it. We're gonna keep you safe, but we're also gonna try different things that, because you've tried other things that might not have worked before. And I think it's just building that relationship with patients and just keeping their health is the main priority. I I also as well don't think you can blame people for going to social media and things like that, because if people have had negative um, kind of like experiences before regardless of which practitioner they've seen be it 
a medical practitioner or a natural health practitioner, people are going to end up on these spaces looking for things to try. And we've just got to make sure that information's there, it's clear to read, and that they always know the importance of seeing someone in person and kind of having that community approach. You know, we can work, nutritionists can work with GPs, GPs can work with naturopaths. It's about us all sharing, doing the right thing and keeping the patient at the front. And it almost seems like in this, the patient's being moved away and it's the practitioners who are taking centre stage. And I think that's where there's a bit more yeah. of, a, of a yeah. problem as well. And we've just got to remember the patient's health is the most important thing and it's being realistic and keeping them keeping yeah. them safe, but also as well, actually giving them the opportunity to get better, which sometimes might involve slightly different things, um, be it kind of slightly out of that medical box or maybe within, but within extra therapies, but we're keeping that person safe and yeah. making it tailored to them. So patient-centered care and the N of one. So yeah. what works for one person may not work for another person. The, yeah. Working, you know, the, having the feedback and also making sure that the practitioner is um, keeping those therapeutic goals there and making sure that they're being achieved. Mm. Keeping, um, whether it be doing blood tests or checking symptoms, tracking symptoms, making sure that the practitioner is accountable and achieving the results yeah for the patient yeah yeah there's, there's always going to be things that i kind of get misaligned and people who maybe don't work as well with other people and it's just about finding the right practitioner for you and then the importance of working building that kind of holistic network and you checking in with your gp you're checking in with your nutritionist and i don't think we have to pick one camp or the other we can all work together it's just about being realistic and being really respectful of the other person and if that patient's chose that they want to also work with a nutritionist the medical practitioner respects that and vice versa you know we're keeping the patient at the center of it and ultimately we want instagram social media the health kind of spectrum as a broader network to be a safer place for patients and i think that's what we've got to remember as practitioners so by all means if you see something that's not right investigate it why don't you send the practitioner on instagram a message directly rather than like attacking them in their comments yeah on social media (laughs) and giving them a chance to explain themselves and it might just cause that practitioner to sit back and think actually you know what like that might have been something that worked for me on a one-on-one basis with a patient yeah should i have shared that to the general public general public on social media maybe not but here's my justification here's what i found and i think it's always just being really kind of transparent and open and the more we can be respectful in this industry of everyone I think it's just going to continue to evolve and be a better space absolutely yeah we all need to care for each other we as health practitioners fellow health practitioners and we need to ultimately care for the patients and care about the people who are following us as well and understanding what impact we may be having on their life and their stress levels and yeah. ultimately the confusion that we're creating yeah. um, and the bad, um, you know, reputation of our industry yeah. potentially. Yeah, we don't want to be known as an industry that's where there's like 2,000 different ideologies and we're all arguing against each other. And, you know, all our principles, I think if you spoke to most natural health practitioners, would kind of come back to being the same. We might all go about them or achieve them in slightly different ways. But what we stand for and what we want to achieve is the same across the board. And I think it's just clearing some of that smoke, making it easier for people. And just as we always like joke about in the office, I think our most like used term is stay in your lane. And I think that's something that we always come back to. And it's just, we need to focus and we can all be guilty of it. Like I can do it sometimes too, but just 
focusing on what do I specialize in, what information can I share that's going to really help someone and how can I put it out there in the most accessible, safe and easily interpretable way for someone to kind yeah. of utilize that and then decide how they're going to use that information. Yeah. I think that's what we've got to remember. Great. Well, we'd love for you guys to join the conversation, whether you're um, an Instagram follower or whether you're a healthcare practitioner or whether you're a patient. So if you've got something to say, swing me an email, um, add something in the comments or send me a DM on Instagram, as long as it's not aggressive. I'm not accepting any aggressive messages no, from anyone. Respect. Full respect <laughs> to everyone. Love. All right. Thanks, everyone. Hope you enjoy the rest of your day.